Hey, 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 you guys. I'm so excited to have another special guest on Black Canvas. If you guys have not heard of my next guest, this would be a great introduction. I'm just so excited to have him here. I reached out to him and he said he wanted to be a part of the show. And this is just going to be a fun interview for us to get to know Mr. Neil. And so I'm going to first talk about Neil's government name first <laughs> before we talk about his stage name. So Neil Cardoso is a singer, songwriter, producer, born and raised in Rio de Janeiro, Brazil. Surrounded by music his entire childhood, Neil spent a lot of time observing his dad, a professional bass player and successful songwriter. It didn't take long for Neil to figure out what he wanted to do for a living. At the age of 16, two years after moving to the United States with his family, Neil joined his first of many local bands playing emo, post, hard rock, punk rock music. For the next six years, he gained a lot of experience performing live and establishing himself in the South Florida music scene. In 2007, Neil enrolled in Broward, excuse me guys, Broward College as a music performance major, gaining the knowledge necessary to grow as a professional. In 2009, at the age of 21, Neil fell in love with the studio life after spending a week recording at Carrington House, a studio in Atlanta, Georgia, owned by R&B artist, who's one of my favorites, Neo. And y'all know who Neo is. We don't need any introduction on that, right? From that moment on, on Neil spent several years learning the crafts of pop, songwriting, and production collaborating with different writers and artists. In 2020, he decided to give birth to his new solo project. And this is where we get our new name, you guys. This is Mr. Neil Kozali. In that same year, Neil was invited by certified platinum DJ Bruno Martini to feature on his album, Original, out now. The album also includes artists such as Timberland. Y'all know Timberland, right? Isa, Louisa, Songza, Becky Hill, and Zeba. With almost two decades of experience under his belt and two singles released under his new name, the sky is the limit for Neil Kazali. Yes, sir. It is. <laughs> <laughs> Neil, I was, I was like, oh, I don't want to mess up any names. I think I did okay. Am I all right? Did I do okay on that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you did okay. You did okay. Uh, the college, though, uh, is uh, Broward. That's the county. Yeah, Broward. it's the... Broward. Yeah, ah. Broward College. Yeah, it used to be the... It used to be Broward Community College. Now it's just Broward College. Well, you got it, man. Broward you got it. You got all the okay. names right. Props, props. Well, I'm excited about the funny thing is the word I shouldn't have messed up was that, but I got all the names right. That's <laughs> yeah, <amazing. nah. laughs> yeah, and all all the all the main names you got you got them all right. You could be a uh, half Brazilian by now. Well, I love it, and I just actually did an interview actually about an hour ago, and I said Rio de Janeiro is one place I yep. wanted to go. So I was like, you know what, maybe I, I can make it work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. It's fun, you know. It's that's Ooh. definitely a fun a fun place. You know, you got to be careful because of, uh, you know, all the, all the violence and all the, all of that, but it is a beautiful place, beautiful beaches, the food is amazing, you know, it's great vibes all around. 
All right, cool. So speaking of great vibes, Neil, we're going to go into some fun questions. These are going to be rapid fire. So the mm -hmm. first three I'm going to ask you are based on songs. And I just want you to just kind of come up with your first initial response. You mm -hmm. ready? Yeah, let's do it. All right. So the first one I'm going to talk about is how long. What has been the longest period of time you have gone without seeing a family member close to you? And how long do you think you could go without listening to music or singing in one day? So those are the first two I want to ask you. Okay. Cool. Uh, I mean, so I think, um, the, uh, well, because of the fact that I live in a different country, you know, than most of my family, like, uh, I've, like I said, I've been living in the United States for 20 years. So, uh, you know, most of my family is still in Brazil, like my grandma, my cousins, you know, my, my aunts, my, my uncles. So I have gone, you know, uh, I'll say like two, three years without seeing them. There was a period uh, where I couldn't really go to Brazil for five years because of, uh, you know, the documentation being legalized and processed. So, yeah. So to answer the first question, I've gone a few years without seeing a close family member. And then the second question, how long do you think you can go without listening to music and singing in one day? Um, I would say a few days, you know, with, um, sometimes we're just like stressed out or, or, you know, just like burned out from a long day at work. And we just want to want to kind of uh, just relax and not do much for the rest of the day. And yeah, I mean, I, I've gone, honestly, I think I've gone a week or more than a week without listening to music. And just just listening to like podcasts and and other things, you know. But singing wise, I, I definitely can't really go more than a day. I mean, that's 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 my main passion, you know. Like I, I'm always singing, whether it's in a shower or uh, recording or driving or anything. Well, I love that, Neil. I think you answered that perfectly. <laughs> yeah. So this kind of goes into a fun question. Um, I want to talk about how long has it been since you were able to travel since the pandemic? Uh, well, my mom, she, uh, unfortunately she got very sick and passed away nine months ago, uh, due to a uh, pancreatic cancer. So I had to travel back and forth to Brazil, you know, uh, cause that's where I took her to, to get, to get treatment. And then I was there just visiting her. So yeah, over the last two years I've gone, I've traveled Quite often, actually, I've gone to Brazil, I've gone to New York and Nashville to visit friends. So, yeah. So that's the question. I've, I, yeah, so I've traveled quite often, actually. I'm so sorry to hear about your mom, Neil. Um, I, I appreciate it. Yeah, it's tough times, but, you know, it's, it's part of life. We all go through it at some point. So, yeah. yeah. And, and the one thing about it is just being able to have people, close friends around you, people supporting you through this makes it the process a lot easier to manage even when you're having hard times definitely definitely i mean it's i think my friends uh my family and especially my pets too you know i, I love my pets i'm very close to my my dog my cats and they're the one to kind of brighten up my day after a long day at work or after they are just not feeling too good you know they're the one that kind of brighten you up I agree. I, I haven't had pets in a while. I lost both of my pets, but I just, I haven't get, mustered up the strength to go in down that road again. Um, but yeah. Right. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. 
All right, Neil. So I have another question for you. Superstition is the next one. And do you currently have any superstitions that you live by? Or can you give us an example of a situation that you felt was similar to like a deja vu moment? Um, I don't really have any superstition that I live by. I mean, I do believe in karma. You know, uh, I tend to a lot of times uh, have uh, recurring dreams where at like some point throughout the day when I wake up, I, I'll like I'll find myself in a location or a situation very similar to that dream that I have, you know, like sometimes I'll, for example, I'll dream that I'm, I don't know, just driving in a parking lot doing something. And then I'll find myself later that day driving in a very similar looking parking lot. And that happens like quite often, actually. Whether, whether it's a parking lot or, you know, uh, or a beach or various, yeah, like I said, it's a, like a location that that's very similar to the one, to the dream that I've had. Oh, that's cool. So it's like a, that's a Raven reference, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like, like I'm literally living the dream. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's cool. I love that. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting, you know, cause it's, it's not a, like, it, it's not a bad dream. It's just a dream where you're just kind of, you know, just in this very specific open road or open space. And then when you do find yourself later, it's like, holy shit, like, holy shit. You know, it's, it's not a dream after all. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's cool. Yes, sir. All right. Let's go to our third question more. What is one thing that you want to see more of in the music industry? And what is one food that you can eat more of or never get sick of? And then the last part of that question is, who is one person who has shown you more love over the past few years? All right. So the first question, what is one thing you want to see more of in the music industry? I definitely would like to see more uh, authentic authenticity. I just feel like a lot of times uh, a lot of new artists, they try to sound too much like The Weeknd or Justin Bieber when they should really you know, just focus on their own sound and make it unique and put out music that speaks, you know, to, to you. Uh, the second question was, what is one food you could eat more without getting sick of? Chocolate, man. I love, I love chocolate. <laughs> I love chocolate. Uh, to be specific, uh, Reese's Cups, they're my number one weaknesses, my, my number one weakness. Uh, I mean, I, yeah, I can't, I can't eat like if, if I see a jar of Reese's at work, I'll probably take at least half of that jar throughout that day. <laughs> I got to be very careful with my sweets. And the last question, who is one person who has shown you more love over the past few years? Uh, that goes back to my, you know, my mom's passing. I, I would say my dad, you know, just we've, we've always been close, but I think we've gotten a lot closer over the last year, you know, living, living together and just being there for each other. I think you answered that perfectly. Um, but I really want to go back to Reese's because I'm a big Reese's fan too. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Like, I love Reese's Pieces and Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. They actually have a Reese's, Reese's Peanut Butter. Yeah. Did you know that? Uh, like, well, like, a, like, a, uh, I mean, why well, aren't they like a peanut butter though? Like, uh, what do you mean? Like, yeah, there's, there's an actual peanut butter that's Reese's. Oh, yeah. Oh, like, oh, shit, like Jif and, oh, yes, oh okay, yes. okay, okay. No, I've never heard of that, but that's awesome. So I'm putting you on so you can go buy some. That's what nice, <laughs> nice. Thank you, sir. Yeah, that's that's definitely a must. Yeah, I, I'm a big foodie and I love making desserts. So everyone who knows <laughs> me, they know I will make 
all types of cakes yeah. and cookies. So I, I love that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, like that, that, that was, on, I think that was probably the, the toughest question to me just because being Brazilian, I love Brazilian food, like br- Brazilian pastries, but Brazilian uh, cookies, anything Brazilian really. But, you know, when it comes to chocolate, it can be Brazilian, American, uh, Belgium. It doesn't matter. I love chocolate. Right. <laughs> That's awesome. So we, we, what he's saying, you, you guys, is like we can have like a Willy Wonka. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Movies. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> that is cool. <laughs> All right. You did great on those first three fast rapid Thanks, questions. man. All Thank right. you. So let's go to our next one. So we have, if you have the opportunity to trade places with any one person in the world, who would you choose and what impact do you feel you can make in a 24-hour period? Yeah, that was that was also a very tough question. Um, if I could trade places with anyone in the world, uh, I would trade places with uh, I would say Jim, uh, Jim Carrey, just because he's my all-time favorite celebrity. He's made me laugh uh, throughout my whole you know my whole life watching watching Dumb and Dumber or Majestic or me myself in Arena or I mean you name it. I know all his movies and, you know, being someone that, that, that suffers from anxiety and depression, it's really, you know, it's really awesome to have someone who makes you laugh, you know, constantly throughout the years. So, yeah, I think, uh, like, I'll say Jim Carrey. And then, you know, I, Jim Carrey and, you know, Jonah Hill and all those guys who I really, you know, I love those comedians, like guys who can uh, make you laugh when you're going through a, a tough time, you know. And I think being an artist, I think I could make like a similar impact with my voice and my words, you know. I love that you said Jim Carrey. One of my favorites is Robin Williams. One of Yes, sir. Yes. He made me laugh just so hard. Mrs. Dollfire, Aladdin. I I mean, I could list so many movies that he was in. But another person I love was Bernie Mac. Now, that's that's completely different. Mm -hmm. No, yeah, it's but awesome. the Kings of Comedy tour, like it was just something I remember growing up. I was like, I shouldn't be watching this, but I'm gonna watch it anyway. And it was just, yeah, it was just such a great moment. And then him having his yeah. own react, his own sitcom, and you know, it's unfortunate, yeah. of course, that he had passed away so soon. But he was one person that left such a yeah. great legacy. I remember he was in Head of State too with Chris Rock. It's yeah. just such a funny movie. I just love that movie. I could watch it like every day. So. Yeah, man. Chappelle too. You know, like I said, guys that that make you laugh through t- uh, that make you laugh through tough times. You know, when I was living uh, by myself uh, a few years back and didn't have you know uh, cable or any of that lifestyle, we just had Netflix. I I I would watch a lot of uh, Chappelle. You know, so that's the the, the the person that made me laugh for legit uh, like six months of of like hardship and yeah. I love that you say that, Neil. And I think that's important. Like we need to have those people we look up to, but someone who actually puts us in a different mindset for sure. Yeah, for, for sure. For sure. All right. So Neil, our next question is what is one of your rituals or routines before warming up to sing? And do you ever struggle with any type of performance anxiety? Hmm. Oh, uh, well, I mean, I, I love taking a shower before warming up, particularly a, a hot shower. And I just, I just love, I just like to relax and just let all the steam off. And then, yeah, it just really puts me in a nice, nice vibe to, to sing. And do you ever struggle with performance anxiety? Uh, I have, 
Not so much anymore, like not so much nowadays, but I used to have, you know, uh, growing up when I was playing like in bands. Uh, but it was, it was like a pre-show anxiety. You know, it's once, once you're in the show, once you're performing, I just, I feel, I feel fine, but it's more of like a getting ready to do it kind of thing. I know for me, Neil, that was one of the hardest things I had with doing the podcast at first is that mm-hmm. I struggled when I was younger with really bad social anxiety. Yep. And so one thing that I used to practice was I would actually read the encyclopedia and then like look in the mirror and read out loud. And so that mm-hmm. way when my hands would get like really cold and get stressed out, I would keep something in my pocket. So whether if it's like a rock or, or a penny or something you can hold on to tangible, right. it helped to calm me down and I wasn't as mm-hmm. nervous. Now I still get nervous every once in a while, but it's not debilitating like it used to be. And I've just kind of learned healthier ways of managing it. So that way, if I'm on the show and I'm talking to someone huge or amazing, that I feel like, hey, you know what? They're a human being like I am. They are probably just as nervous as I might be because they don't know me and I don't know them. So it's just kind of like an awkward first date that you have with someone. But then when you really talk to them and you kind of get that awkwardness out of the way, then you can just kind of be yourself and not get overwhelmed. Yeah, I mean, we're human beings. I think we're all at one point or another, we've all experienced anxiety. Uh, but over the last uh, two years or so, I've really uh, pra- uh, been practicing uh, meditation. I found that it helps me a lot, you know, just to prepare me for the day or the task that I'm doing or really being social with someone. It just helps you, I don't know, just really focus and concentrate, you know. I love mindful meditation and I think that is definitely something that can is beneficial to anyone if if you know how to get in in that zen place and being able to stay there it's amazing. Yeah, absolutely. All right, Neil, so I have another one for you. What's one of your biggest pet peeves? <laughs> um I got to say I'm not really a fan of people who uh portray themselves to be something bigger than they really are. You know, I think uh I don't know, I just see a lot of posts on Facebook groups of people just trying to, you know, present themselves as experts or professionals. And when they put out the material, you know, like their their music or whatever they put out to showcase what they do, like it, it doesn't it doesn't speak as high as they, you know, as they try to portray themselves to be. So it just yeah. I just don't like people yeah, I guess pretentious people. <laughs> That's the word for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it just, yeah, I just, I just don't like people who were like, "Oh yeah, I worked with so many clients over the years." Blah 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 blah. And then when they put out the uh, song that they are working on, it's just like nothing, nothing special. You know, it's just whatever. Yeah, and that's why I said I think it's just, just be honest. And I tell people, hey, this show is a show that I've just pretty much come up with a concept. I like to have fun, and it's just kind of me just talking with friends. So I don't look at it as, hey, I'm on. Dateline or I'm on CNN that that's not what this show is and I think like there's a certain level when you get to that part in broadcasting that you have to be aware of what you really are doing and and the types of interviews and and then also it can be very rigid because you're stuck to a certain standard and you have other codes and things you have to kind of be aware of in that type of profession but for this this is a fun show and so I always tell people who I talk to is who I've talked to, who I haven't, I haven't, and hopefully whoever wants to be on wants to, and that they can learn something through each episode. And so that's what I love about inviting people on is because I get to see something different and get to understand someone's culture and their life. 
maybe in a way that I never understood it before. So I love that about the show. Yeah, man. I think uh, I don't know if it's the fact that I'm Brazilian and I grew up, you know, in a, in a third world country. But you know, my parents were also very. They they raised me right. You know, they always taught me to be humble and just yeah, just to be yourself and just let your work speak by itself and be humble about it. That's that's my my thing. I love that. So it kind of goes into my next question. I'm glad you said about your your family and how they raised you. But I really want to go into if you could give your younger self one piece of advice, what would you say to little Neil? Hmm. I mean, I would, like a younger, how, like how young are we talking? Because like if, if I would say to myself when I was like 16, 17, just starting with music, I would definitely tell myself to just live in the present and not worry about the future, to chase happiness and not the fame and money. And I'll tell him to not worry about his looks, you know, just because I'm, I'm not the skinniest person in the world, you know. I got I got a beard, you know. I'm a little bald, you know. So I, so I, I, I'll just tell. I mean, I, 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 I'm someone who's always struggled with uh, uh, my appearance, you know, and my self esteem gr- growing up. So I'll tell myself not to worry about my looks and just, you know, just let the ca- let the talent just take care of itself because that will come with with the practice and the persistence. Absolutely. Absolutely. And Neil, people do like that look. It's not like like your look is going to be something that people are going to struggle with, you know, and I always say with music, that's why I love the voice, to be honest, because the voice was, is the premise of that show. Um, Of course, they don't know what you look like, but you get to kind of showcase it. The only thing I didn't like about it, and and I've talked to some voice contestants as well, but I just love just discussing that it's almost like you're fighting for their attention. That's the one part I didn't care for as much because I feel like people started to get desperate and doing a little too much on the show to get attention. Um, but I think like if you are who you are as a musician and you like that part of you, people are going to gravitate to that. And um, some of the best artists in the world have had experiences with either weight issues or or negative self-talk and they just found a way to finally just get comfortable with themselves and say, this is who I am. This is what I'm presenting. Take it or leave it. And so Neil, I'm saying you have an amazing voice and people are going to follow you for your voice for sure. 100%. Thanks. Thanks, man. I, I really appreciate that. Like that, that means a lot, but you know, if, yeah, today, like I said, like that, that goes back to my younger self back when I was, you know, growing up. Cause today I'm, you know, I'm, I'm very, I'm very happy with my appearance. I, as you, as you grow older, you learn to care less about that kind of stuff, at least, at least to me. But uh, yeah, growing up because I was in bands where, where at the time it seemed like the looks mattered more than the, than the actual talent, you know, because I was in bands like emo, uh, emo pop punk where, you know, where, all you wear is skinny tight jeans and side small shirts. <laughs> but, you know, so and I was so I was you know, struggling because my best friends are all super skinny. And I was like, oh, you know, I'm not like that. And I guess I'll never I guess I'll never make it big because of my appearance. And that was me. That was my 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 uh, my mindset at 18, like at, at age 18. Now at age 30, like 33, like all I really care about is just my music. Really, like I, I just I just hope that my music can speak to a wide range of like a, a wide uh, audience really. And that, and that's, that's me. That's me. It will be, will be enough to, to have an impact on people with my, with my words. 
Absolutely. It's resonated with me. So I think like for anyone who has not heard Neil's music, hopefully when y'all listen to it, you'll be able to understand. Yes, what sir. I'm yes, sir. All right, Neil. So I have one last question for you. And this is what's next for you. And can you tell our listeners where can they find you online? Yes. So what's next for Neil Casale? Uh, well, being a new, being a new artist, my goal right now is just to, you know, keep releasing music and build an audience really. Because, you know, that that takes a little time. You just got to keep putting out material. Because right now I only have three, like, three original songs out. You know, like, this is my, f- like, my first, second year as a, as a as a new artist under New Kazali. So my goal is to just keep putting out new music uh, every other month. And uh, people can find me on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Music, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and as of today, as of uh, an hour ago, I just signed up on TikTok. So yeah, TikTokers, I'm I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> I love that, Neil. And can you spell your name out for the for the listeners so they'll know how to spell it to make sure we have it correct? Yes, sir. So it's Nil N I L Kazale C A Z A L E, and that's you can find me on, like I said, like on all the major platforms under new Kazale, and i just released a new song yesterday called live alone it's on like i said spotify youtube everywhere so make sure to check it out subscribe to my channel and i'll leave leave some love i'm just so excited neil I'm, i'm just so glad to have you on the show and i want you to sing live in the future so if whenever we kind of get more music out we absolutely get man. our schedules together you'll be on space between and you can just just sing your heart out because you have an amazing talent i really appreciate that man like and like i said i really appreciate you uh inviting me to your podcast it's my first one hopefully my first of many and yeah a big shout out to everyone listening everyone who's going to listen in the future Love you guys, and that's why I'm here. You know, I'm, I'm here to to make music for for you guys to to you know just like a, to impact you guys with my words. That's my that's my goal. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Neil, for being here. And let's remember you guys to embrace our uniqueness because the world is our canvas. Thank you so much, Neil, for being here. Thank you. Thank you, Gerald. All right. You have a great evening. You too, man. Take care. Okay. Bye. Yeah.